0: It's HPR, all things considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today we're welcoming back a musician with long ties to the islands, performing many concerts here over the years, and even recording albums here. From the band America, it's Jerry Beckley. No like
1: never did give nothing to the in
0: the sunshine. And Jerry's back with his latest solo record, Aurora. We're taking a listen to it right now. This is the song, I Fall Down.
1: If I go out, well, I fall down
0: And he's brought along some great stories to share with us. It's Jerry Beckley from the band America, here on HBR's All Things Considered. What a timely cat. Hey. Huge aloha. My pleasure. Always great to talk with you. Awesome. Good to see you. Good to see you, man. And what city are we catching you in today?
1: I'm at our Venice, California home.
0: Right on. You have this uh, Aurora. And before we get into the the record, last time you were on, just to bring us up to speed, you were still in Sydney, where your wife and I guess your stepkids are from. And Dewey was at his place in Wisconsin or wherever it is. So tell us a little story from when you left Australia and, and highlights of your life up till now and the return. Under the road with America.
1: Well, I was at there for 14 months because of COVID, but the break was really 17 months for the first month or so. Nobody really knew what we were up against, and so I was there for a, a long time longer than I've ever really been anywhere. But as you know, got a lot of writing and recording done, and then we were in the middle of the 50th year tour right. when COVID hit, and all of that stuff had been booked, and so none of it got canceled, it just got moved, moved, and moved, and moved, moved two or three times. So for last year, a lot of it was just making up all that stuff that we had committed to doing before. So this year, we're back to a pretty predictable schedule, but we're all still wrestling with the challenges that we have. We've got weekly uh, news of certain bands cancel, this or cancel that. So we've been fortunate. We did have to cancel a couple of weekends from different members in our band. We don't have subs, you know, if one goes down the team goes down
0: and the first gig back when exactly was it we did a private for a guy up in montana and i remember
1: because the guy his ranch is next to huey lewis and so we had huey over for the day hanging out he introduced us and stuff so that was august 21 and we worked through up till december and then i went back to sydney for Mm -hmm. december january and then came back and we've been busy since since February.
0: And the new album is reminiscent of what is referred to as the Triple Killer Bees. So explain to folks <laughs> who the Triple Killer Bees are. Well, I
1: think that we always said Beatles and the Beach Boys are the main influences. But I threw the Bee Gees in there. That's the third B because, <laughs> well, Dewey too, we were always huge fans. But the Gibbs, all of them, just fantastic songwriters. And There's a few songs on this album that are a little bit more of a nod. There was a brief time when our our manager, Jim, was handling Barry and Robin. It was after Morris had passed. And so I reached out to Barry. But by that time, he was basically taking it easy. So I think I waited a few years too late because if I would have loved to have worked with him.
0: So you never got any of those three? Because uh, you've worked with some interesting cats. Had run-ins, of course, with the Chicago dudes and Beach Boy cats. Sure. But nothing no, with me- the Gibbs, huh?
1: I remember we did Top of the Pops with <laughs>
0: Bee Gees, if you want to go that far back. Yeah, what's the memory of that?
1: Yeah, I remember it was when Horse was a single. So it would have been, you know, late in 71 in the UK. And I think their song might have been Words or World. You know, they had a series of those kind of Barry ballads. Yeah. But remember, on top of the pops, they like to run everything live, they don't like to stop the show. But when the Bee Gees were on, everything had to stop. Some clout, those dudes.
0: <laughs> That's funny. And and it's great how you referenced this stuff on the album, too, because, I mean, there was this uh, one tune that, I don't know, we evoked them to me, the Way to Go song on there. Yeah. Who's that electric, psychedelic tone? Is that you playing? Because you played a lot of instruments.
1: And I tell you, there's a story to that. We worked at the record plant a lot. We did Homecoming at the record plant Studio A, and we did Hat Trick in Studio A. But the entire time in Studio B was Stevie Wonder with Bob Margoleth and Malcolm Cecil producing. And this was after Intervisions, They were so hot as producers, Bob Margolith and Malcolm Cecil, that they were doing other acts. And one of them was the Isley Brothers. Ah. And I remember going in and listening to Who's That Lady, which had this incredible phased guitar, really pinched uh, fuzz tone thing. Yeah, yeah. It was actually the guitarist on that record is, I think, one of the sons of the original Isley Brothers. But they cut that direct. And we were always picking everybody's brain. How'd you record that? And so that's that guitar sound. I'm trying to get that sound from that
0: Isley brother. Well, and it reminded me of that uh, Spinner's tune, I'll Be Around, like the vibe. Yeah,
1: that's that's actually far more the homage. The guitar sound is direct rip from the Isleys. But that particular Spinners song, the whole Philly thing, I love, still do all the Philly sound and Tom Bell and all of those things. But the pinnacle of that to me is I'll Be Around. I oh. love that song. And we actually played one time with the Spinners. So the guitarist in the Spinners band, I, I cornered him backstage. I said, can I video this? You know, da 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 You
0: know, the guitar thing. So that's, uh, I was right on the money then when I was listening to that. I was like, I hear that song, Jerry Beckley of America, Aurora, his new record. And uh, that's cool how you acknowledge some of these cats, too, in the way that they have influenced you. Now, the one we haven't mentioned in our little rap today of the three Bs is uh, any Beatles experiences over uh, your life? Run-ins with those cats? Many run-ins.
1: And knew george quite well got to know george to where do and i would go up and hang at the house first time i met george harrison was through Derek taylor Derek taylor was the beatles press officer and the head of apple and when we signed with warner's he was now at warner's but he was still very close with all of them in particular george and one day i was at the warner's office in london and they're all coming down the doors and i get kind of swept up by Derek and a few people i didn't recognize turn around we're going to lunch and we get in a big limo. It's back then when the seats fold down, you're facing people in the back. Right. Derek goes, Jerry, that's George Harris. And, and, I, oh, fuck, and I was 17 years old. And I said to him, I have to tell you, we have a new album. And I, I used your title because I, I have a song called I Need You on the first album. And he wrote a lovely Beatles song. You don't realize how much I need you. Yeah. And I said, I stole your title. And the first thing he ever said to me he says, That's all right, Jerry. I, I got it from someone else. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around.
0: Meet John over the years?
1: I didn't meet John. I did meet Paul a few times because Paul is very close with Brian Wilson and hung a lot with Brian. And another George Harrison story, we were at, unfortunately, it was at the funeral for Harry Nielsen. And I'm standing next to George Harrison. This is years later. And I thought I'd better reintroduce myself. I said, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, he said, I remember you. You used to be in
0: America. <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> and I said, uh,
0: I still am. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good one. And, uh, before we wrap it up a final one, uh, any other great stories, encounters that you've had, remarkable things that stick out in your head in terms of the creative process with music or outstanding characters, sort of like you've been sharing.
1: Well, there is a true story about the song. You are so beautiful, just credited to Billy Preston was written in, in my apartment in in L.A. because we were all at the Rainbow, and we went back to my place, and I had a lovely grand piano, and it was Dennis Wilson and myself, Danny Hutton from Three Dog Night, Billy Preston, and Billy Hinchy from Dino, Desi, and Billy. Anyway, it was an all-nighter, sat around the piano and just worked on that song and sang it, sang it, sang and years later, I noticed that Dennis was doing it in Beach Boy shows. He was singing it as the encore. And I said, that's so great. And he says, don't you remember? It was written in your place. You know, and I went, that's right. <laughs> and I thought, "What an amazing thing about something that's that dense and, you know, that kind
0: of noteworthy that you can just slide out of your memory. Just amazing stuff from you.
1: I can tell you that the first album I ever bought was Surf and Safari. So I was Beach Boy fan long before I had any idea I was going to be making a living at this. And we ended up performing with the Beach Boys and, and touring all over the world with them. We were on the 50th anniversary and playing at the Tokyo Dome and stuff. But there were times in the 80s and the 90s when we were out with the Beach Boys. And let's say, for example, Kokomo had been a hit. And they had hired the entire UNLV cheerleader staff, <laughs> cheerleaders for to your School and stuff. They had a plane and Dewey and I would mooch a ride on the plane. And so we would spend the summer... Playing in our hour of hits, and then getting to sit there, and I would just watch Carl, who was a dear friend of mine, as you know, and do it. I would do the encore, and I would sing Rhonda and other stuff. I remember thinking to myself, I don't think it could be any better than that.
0: Some great storytelling. Jerry Beckley of America, Aurora, will go out with, uh, what's your favorite, what do you want to end on?
1: Let's play Way to Go. Let's play on the one that we were talking about
0: with the jam. Yeah like yeah. that nice very very cool and any ideas when we're going to see you and Dewey back here in the islands or we're still not yes
1: there were some shows earlier this year that unfortunately got COVIDed out we've rescheduled them for let's just say early next year
0: right on well we'll look forward fingers okay. crossed we get to see you in person and I hope you had fun today it was great having you back on the Good show talk with you again alright then be safe brother see ya aloha
1: if I fall from this tree,